0: is it possible that you work with a psychopath yep <laughs> there's a good chance uh an even better chance of you and i do mm-hmm. because there's a good
1: chance that we are
0: yes one of the top jobs of psychos is radio hosts
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: it's number three on the list after ceo and lawyer
1: i believe i have a lot of exes who would agree to that oh boy <laughs> mm. Uh, Uh. Even a husband Uh, The 10 jobs with the most psychopaths are CEO, lawyer, TV So we're not alone Nope Or radio personalities Salesperson (laughs) Surgeon Journalist A priest What? Police officer A chef and a Well politician I think should be number one (laughs) The 10 jobs with the lowest rate of psychos Social workers, that's good. Yes. Nurses, that's good. Even better, yeah. Therapists, that's good. Artisans or craftsmen, stylists, charity workers, teachers, artists, physicians, and accountants.
0: Got it. All right. So from one psycho to another, I wish you good morning. It's a
1: slice of life, isn't this? <laughs> oh, that,
0: <laughs> it's our dark passenger,
2: John and Stephanie. Once again, voted most likely to say.
1: Um. Are you going to finish that?
2: Mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com.
1: When they put their paw on you, it's their way of showing you that they love you and their way of petting you. Nice. Yes. When they stare at you while they're doing their business, you know how they do? Mm-hmm. They look at you. <laughs> it's because they're trusting you to look out for them in their most vulnerable position. <laughs> that's why they follow you to the bathroom. Ah, because they're, they're looking they're... out for you while you're vulnerable. Aww. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yeah, that's okay. very true. All right. Uh, dogs do get jealous. Oh, so sure. when, because like sometimes I'll pet Dill if he's having a bad day and cuddle him. Poppy will lay at my feet and whine staring at me and then looking at Dill and then me and looking at Dill like, I see what Spread you're doing. I Spread was here first. Your dog does actually know your routine, by the way. Uh, they can, they know that when you leave, they know when you tell them it's time for a walk, and if you miss it, they know that. So the, the myth here, one human year equals seven dog years. I'm sure we've all heard that. The first year of a dog's life is usually about 12 to 15 human years. The second is usually nine to 10, and the rest after that are about four to five. But it depends on the dog's weight, breed, and other things, exactly how old they are In contrast. Gotcha. Um, One more myth. Dogs eat grass when they're sick. That's not true. That can be true, but a lot of dogs do this out of boredom. Or just because it's fun to eat grass. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. The more you know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Cue the shooting star. Rise and shine. Actually, we'd settle for just rise at this point. Sean and Stephanie on the new 1049 the wolf and 1049thewolf.com <laughs> So this this story
0: uh, you know you go ahead and tell it cuz I I just I like to be regaled with tales of poo.
1: Okay, so this ha- somebody posted an advertisement on Reddit from over in the UK and they're like what is happening here? So It's a little girl, maybe four years old, sitting in the grass in a park, and she's sitting next to a big steaming pile of dog poop, and then she's got brown stuff all over her hands and all over her mouth, so it looks like she's been eating it. Oh, no. And then the advertisement says, dog walkers, to her it looks like chocolate, but one lick and she could lose her sight. Dog mess can cause blindness. Please bag and bin your dog mess. So... The Redditors are having a heyday with it because they're like, first of all, who offers up their daughter for this type of advertisement and commercial? (laughs) Like that's going to follow her for the rest of her life. Mm -hmm. Second, the comments. One says, um, imagine growing up and finding out your parents allowed you to appear in an advertisement that depicted you eating dog poop. And then another one was, I've never met a child who was dumb enough to not recognize that anything that stinks like poop is not food. And then another person said, deep down, I suppose I always knew the only time my hometown would appear on the front page of Reddit would be for a kid eating poop. That poor girl. She Ma, has no idea. Man, this is the worst pudding I've ever had. Oh, man. Alive. Pudding?
2: Or pudding? Oh, boy. Pudding. Oh, boy. <laughs> John and Stephanie, still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf. Let's go ahead and talk about Friday the 13th.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and the superstitions that come with it.
1: Yeah, because here's the thing. I'm superstitious to death. Are you? Yeah. Mm. Um, when I... You go over bridges. You roll down a window in case the bridge collapses. Ah. You go over train tracks. You have a whole. You have to hold a screw in your car so your car doesn't fall apart.
0: What about a tunnel? Do you hold your breath?
1: I hold my breath when I put, go past cemeteries so no spirits can get in me. Ah! Why? There's, there's a there's a cemetery in Pekin that's split by a stoplight that poses a huge threat for myself because <laughs> sometimes I hit that stoplight. I'm like,
0: mm-hmm. oh, I need better cardio. <laughs>
1: but yes, uh, yeah, that's true. Here's some superstitions, though. Uh, Friday the 13th is a superstition. Nobody knows for sure how it started, but one theory is that it has biblical origins and it's tied to the number of the guests at the Last Supper and Jesus' crucifixion on Good Friday.
0: Yep. Uh, Breaking a mirror. Ancient Romans believed that mirrors held a piece of your soul. Yep. And a separate myth said that our body renews itself every seven years.
1: Ah! Jason, (laughs) stop it. So, those two things together, obviously. Seven years of bad luck. A black cat crossing your path. Oh, mm-hmm. man. There was a black cat that used to live in my old neighborhood. I'm telling you what. Once a month, that cat crossed my path. And, like, just strutting, smug bugging across in front of me, knowing it was going to ruin my day.
0: Black cats are the best.
1: They are wonderful. And They're if I ever sweet. had a cat, I would get a black cat.
0: Me too. Uh, knocking on wood. Uh believe trees uh, housed various spirits, so touching the tree would give you a protective blessing from those spirits.
1: I knock on wood all the time. White lighters are bad luck. When I smoked, I did smoke back in the day, I would never have a white lighter.
0: Well, they're saying because Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain all died at the age of 27. And according to the superstition, Mm -hmm. they had white lighters on them when they died. But big disposable lighters weren't even invented until 73. Hendrix and Joplin died in 70. Right. So we're going to have to shut that theory down.
1: Still. Correct. I don't, I even here, I have an orange lighter for the candle. Yes. I throw all white lighters away.
2: John and Stephanie is fresh. Is those day-old donuts on the discount rack?
1: Mm, donuts.
2: John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 104.9thewolf.com. The
0: Yankees and White Sox are going to be playing at the uh, Field of Dreams in Iowa. Mm-hmm. and But you got to eat, Right.
1: Well, yeah, especially at a baseball game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: so what do you think of when you think of eating at a baseball game?
1: I think hot dogs and beer.
0: And you would not be wrong. Yeah. You would not be wrong. So what they did was they went to Guy Fieri, who I love. Okay. And they asked him to concoct a little something for our Field of Dreams Mm -hmm. game. So here's what he's going to be doing. Oh, boy. He's issuing something to Flavortown. A special hot dog, apple pie, for the occasion. Because there's nothing like jamming together.
1: A hot dog apple pie.
0: Yes. All right, I'm gonna describe it to you, (sighs) and you you tell me where to go from here. It's described as a hot dog. Okay. Okay, it's smothered in Guy's homemade bacon jam and apple filling, Hmm. then placed inside a flaky, rectangle-shaped pie crust, then drizzled with apple mustard, brown sugar, and apple pie spice.
1: No. <laughs> I tried to find the good in it because that's what I'm doing today. Positive thoughts lead to a positive day, and I'm trying to find the good in everything, and I can't with that one. Ah! Uh, how dare he?
0: And you know what? I'm ashamed to say that I'd give it a whirl.
1: I'm going to email him right now and just say, dear Guy theory how dare you love Stephanie Blue?
0: The audaciousness. Mm. Is that what you're thinking? The I audacity mean. of him. Yeah. I'll try it, guy. Mm -mm. We're split on this show. No worries, though.
2: If John and Stephanie were any funnier, that would actually be really helpful.
1: John and Stephanie. Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 104.9thewolf.com.
0: All right, let's talk something serious here. Mm -hmm. And by serious, I mean uh, mac and cheese. Yes. Because I love it. I do, too. I've never heard it done this way, though.
1: No. And I'm looking at the video once again about uh, how to do it. So here's what you do. Super easy. They say you take the box of macaroni and cheese and you put it in the pan first. Mm-hmm. And then you put water just covering the mac and cheese. So
0: don't submerge it just cover it enough. Right. Okay.
1: Then you put it back on the pan and then you open the cheese, the powdered cheese, mm-hmm. and go ahead and throw it in there. Oh. And then you like... Put in maybe two or three cubes of butter Mm -hmm. uh, off of, like, the actual cooking butter stick and throw those in there. And then you bring it to a boil, like a rolling boil, and then you bring it down to a simmer and you let it all cook together. And it's supposed to taste a lot better than first boiling the macaroni and then adding the cheese and Mm, then adding the butter.
0: I don't know. I'm the rule follower.
1: Ah, not me.
0: I am. I am not a rebel when it comes to that. MAC.
1: We might be making it for lunch today, so I'll tell you, I'll let you know how it goes.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Research is key. I will.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> for sure. Follow the Wolf on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and listen on your smart speaker or online at 1049thewolf.com.
0: All right. <laughs> little League World Series uh, teams are playing their way to get to oh, yes. to get to Omaha. Yes. At this point, I watched a couple of little games last night. Very cool. I uh, didn't see any kids with this kind of swagger, Listen, however.
1: Davin Ritter, he is uh, playing. Well, he's from Oklahoma. Okay. And he's trying to get his team into the Little League World Series championship. Um, but they, they are doing these. You know how big league players do these intros for themselves. Yep. They introduce them. So that's what the Little League teams are doing. And here's his is devin ritter i play outfield and catcher and i would like to give a shout out to my girlfriend you know who you are dang you know and then he winks at the camera oh, and smiles no. and smirks so Davin. <laughs> here's what BroBible.com is saying there's no denying his swagger but ritter's girlfriend shout out is suspect <laughs> they're talking about this 11 year old like he's like <laughs> a celebrity he might have a girl at home, but does he have more than one? Either he's lying and playing to the camera, which is unlikely because of the swagger, or he's taking talking to multiple girls. Ritter says, "You know who you are" instead of shouting out her name.
0: Oh man. Davin.
1: So even Bro Bible's like we're calling him out. They called out this poor 11-year-old's game.
2: Whether working from your office or your home office, tell your smart speaker to play 1049 The Wolf. Number one for new country. The new 1049
0: The Wolf. Not sure that we need this, but it's 2021, so why not? Um, yeah. It seems like hard seltzer has been kind of losing steam a little bit. Thank goodness. So could hard soda oh, no. be the next big thing?
1: Well, they had like the doctor, that, not your dad's <laughs> root beer or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that had alky in it, didn't yes. it? I, th- okay. I believe
0: so. Yeah. But Pepsi has announced, hey, you know what could use some booze? Mountain Dew. Not I'm really. all jacked
1: up on Mountain Dew. Then <laughs> <And> vodka.
0: <laughs> so they're partnering with the Boston Beer Company. They own Sam Adams, by the way. And the hard seltzer brand, Truly. Oh. So they're calling it Hard Mountain Dew. It's got 5% alcohol. Which is about the same, I guess, any hard seltzer. I'm not a big hard seltzer person. I, I don't know that I've ever had it. Uh,
1: it, it messes with the indigestion, so Co- I can't have correct. it. Yeah.
0: It's not going to have any sugar. There's no caffeine either, which is what a lot of people love about Mountain Dew.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but they're going to have the original flavor, watermelon and black cherry Ew. flavors.
1: Oh, Stop my gosh. Stop it. Why are you, why are you Did do- you see the can? You might as well pair it with an Ed Hardy t-shirt.
0: Okay, let me just go ahead. All, all right. Although, okay. You know, Mountain with the case
1: of hard Mountain Dew, you get an Ed Hardy T-shirt, one of those jeans with the bedazzled butt. <laughs> That's what it looks like.
0: <laughs> Might as well throw in an Affliction hat as yeah. well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> just,
0: just to complete the entire ensemble mm-hmm.
2: for crying out loud! Come mm-hmm. on,
0: PepsiCo.
2: Mm-hmm. John and Stephanie once again voted most likely to say,
1: um. Are you gonna finish that?
2: Mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. So I know you would go all out
0: for your kids' birthdays. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you would do this. This is another level.
1: No, this is silly. Yeah. A mother in Oklahoma was hosting a B day party for her six year old, and something happened for the cake. The plans fell through, so she was trying to figure out something different to do. She hired Mrs. Bigfoot, also known as Cinnamon, who would be in costume and would surprise the kids by peeking in the windows at the party. Oh, boy. How is that as good as delicious cake? How is scaring your children a better idea? I
0: don't know. So
1: Mrs. Bigfoot shows up, and guess what? The kids were horrified. Mm -hmm. She was looking in the window, and the kids began screaming and running, and they were crying but Mrs. Bigfoot went inside the house, and the kids eventually warmed up a little. However, the mom says the kids still say that they never want to see her again. Wow. She had balloons. She had a tutu on and a bow in her hair.
0: That's amazing.
1: She said the mom was like, I thought it would be cute and fun. How? Right. A that, Bigfoot?
0: Yep. Amazing. Ugh. Not that she hired a Bigfoot, but that the lady named Cinnamon, who was in the costume, is not a stripper.
1: <laughs> I'm glad she wasn't. <laughs> Right. As Mrs. Bigfoot? Yes. That's (laughs) C-Squad. That's nothing I want to (laughs) see. Rise and shine.
2: Actually, we'd settle for just rise at this point. John and Stephanie on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com.
0: So there's a guy, basically, long story short, he tried to rob a bank Mm -hmm. and it didn't go the way he thought because the bank teller couldn't read his... Stick up note. Yeah. So we're going to try to interpret it.
1: So here's the... I have a picture of the note, and here's what I think it says. Your scream, want, like a wonton, stop, hold, nine volts of pot, juah hard, <laughs> over though, 10 to the second power and 20 to the second power, Uh, funk, dance, <laughs> the customs. Correct? <laughs> What's it really say? All right.
0: I'm going to translate for you. Okay. Um, Let's see. Your screen won't stop what I've got. We're assuming that's a gun. Oh. Just hand over the 10s and 20s. Think about the other customers. Oh,
1: I don't even see about. I, that says donut.
0: <laughs> Think donut customs. <laughs>
1: And what about the nine volts of pot? I don't know if that's an actual measurement.
0: Now, he wrote a legible note at the bank, second bank that oh, he robbed.
1: Did he type it out? And
0: he, dang. <laughs> he got away with it. As when you just hold up your phone.
1: <laughs> yeah. you have, you what's, t- what's your phone number? I'm going to text you. I'm going to text you.
0: <laughs> just to be clear, I'm robbing you. Just so you know. <laughs>
2: John and Stephanie, still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf.
0: I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> but you know that we? grandpa,
1: that grandpa laying down the entire time. I and know. when it was time to get some loot, Oh, grandpa can dance. Hey,
0: grandpa was up. Mm-mm. Of course, we're talking about Willy Wonka. And the Chocolate Factory. Mm -hmm. So there's a hotel in England. And they're going to be offering stays in a Willy Wonka themed room. And the kicker is it comes with lickable wallpaper. (laughs) It comes in a variety of fruity flavors. Now there's also a chocolate fountain. They're going to offer fruit, marshmallows, with which to dip. Bowls of candy that'll be restocked for you at no extra charge. Why wouldn't you just bring a pillowcase and just keep dumping the candy in? That's
1: what I would do. Heck
0: yeah. Uh the room key even looks like a golden ticket. That's and cute. you can take a bath and chocolate if you want. I don't know why you'd want to, but you can. That sounds like
1: that sounds like an adult thing.
0: Mm. Oops. <laughs> Two
2: hundred and seventy
1: seven dollars a night. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Especially when you think about like downtown Chicago hotels. Um, the chocolate baths are extra. It's about two hundred eight yeah. per chocolate bath.
0: So I, I don't, just to, just to bathe in chocolate and to make that kind of a mess for an extra two hundred eight dollars. That's
1: ridiculous. It's not worth it. Also, the wallpaper is changing between guests. However, you have to take it in, in, into account that some people's saliva is denser than others. So when they're licking the wall, could that saliva seep through the wallpaper onto Onto the the
0: wall wall. and then Uh, come
1: through the next round of uh, wallpaper? uh, I'm going to go with bad idea. And
0: I'm going to support that.
1: Okay. John
2: and Stephanie is fresh. Is those day-old donuts on the discount rack?
1: Mm, Donuts.
2: John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 104.9thewolf.com. So we all know
0: the apocalypse is coming.
1: We, it, it seems like it's on its way. Yeah,
0: it's a matter of time. So we're gonna we're gonna do you a solid and help mm. you out.
1: Um, we have figured out well we haven't, but uh, a website has figured out putting compiling a list of like horror movies and data from things like that where these do happen the apocalypses and whatnot, and they've figured out the best cities to live if you're trying to survive an apocalypse, namely a zombie one. Yep. So here we go. We'll do the top 10. Hollywood, Florida is number 10.
0: Yep. Uh, again, Florida, Fort Lauderdale.
1: And then you got Fort Collins, Colorado, which I think would be a great one.
0: St. Paul, Minnesota, which makes sense because I don't know how zombies would be able to function in their winters. That's true. Because it gets you can be 30 to 40 degrees below.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle, Washington is number 6.
0: Yeah. Vancouver, Washington is number 5.
1: Minneapolis is number 4, which is surprising because it's a big city.
0: Yeah, but it's also... Minnesota, so it's winter. That's true. And you're going to get stuck. Alexandria, Virginia.
1: And then you got Bellevue, Washington again.
0: And then if you're looking to catch some waves and kill some zombies, you can go to Huntington Beach, California.
1: (laughs) But the list, they have 25 cities on this list. Not one city in Illinois. They suggest living to survive an apocalypse. (laughs) Nobody suggests living here in a (laughs) non-apocalypse. Yeah. That's that's fair. (laughs)